So, random video. Every week, I post what I learned this week on my blog, but for some reason, the more I YouTube and the more I podcast, the more I actually want to film and record. It's so sad because you know how much money goes into a blog, sweetie. So today, I'm going to be covering some of the things that I learned in this previous week, including business techniques and just one thing on intergenerational trauma because I was like, oh my god. So right now, I'm really focused on growing my brand, growing on Save Your Spoon, growing my personal brand on social media. I've had so much fun really sharing my life, being a virtual speech therapist, as well as trying to grow content creation-wise despite having some hardships like facing migraines and always being in doctor's appointments and just mental health battles. If you are trying to curate content, if you are trying to grow a brand, if you're trying to grow a business and gain traction and gain the audience, the viewer, you have to understand what they want. So frequently do we think like, oh, I'm gonna post what I want to. And yes, I think like if you're enjoying content creation or if you're looking to do that for fun, I highly recommend that. I think I've enjoyed so much and I still post content that I want to. I love posting vlogs and I love like having my blurbs of talking about like how I'm doing with my autoimmune disease and how I'm doing with like my back pain. But again, you have to follow what is working, follow what is sticking because that's who your audience is going to want. That is, you want to show up for your audience, not just for yourself. I think so often people want like just expect to jump to like, I'm going to have 50,000 followers. Like, no, sweetie, it takes so much more than just that. You need to start from the perspective of how am I going to serve people? How am I going to show up and add value into your life? And that's what I'm trying to do with this YouTube content, with this podcast content, with Save Your Spoon in general, because I know just how difficult it has been for me to get to the point I am, and I'm still facing challenges. And I think that's the game of life. And so I'm trying to enlighten people and show like, you can make beauty out of every situation and you'll always have hardships still. If you are in this position, see what sticks. If you're trying to go content creation, just like throw things at the wall and see what is going to stick with you. Because if you see, if you start posting everything and it's all over the place and you don't narrow down, you're not going to niche down, you're just going to find like, oh, some views, some videos do better than others. Or you might have like a mixed following. But the thing is, if you are posting content that no one cares about or doesn't add value to people's lives, you're not going to grow. So always keep that in mind. Again, caveat, if you are having fun with it, just disregard. Just enjoy what you are doing. The next is most people most people overestimate what they can do in a year. So they might put on a ton of lists. Like, I'm going to do this, this, this. I'm going to get into perfect shape. I'm going to start two businesses. And they don't meet those goals. And that's very common. On the flip side, we have most people underestimate all they can do in five to 10 years. And so that's why I am working from like a year goal. I try to think vague. I want to be happy and I want to work towards happiness. I want to work towards something that's going to leave me fulfilled at the end of the day. And I'm constantly tweaking my goals and what is working, what isn't working. Then when it's that five to 10 year plan, I'm like, okay, in five years, I'm going to be doing this. In 10 years, I'm going to be doing this. And that's why I'll put like my crazy goals. You'll hear people, especially since I've been doing more research on content creation and social media, that they don't gain traction until like year 10, which is nuts. I'm like, can you imagine making a week 
a video a week for the next like three years and not having traction but it is during that time where you reap those benefits after five years you see when you put the time in you actually get what you are expecting and that's when it's like when you're looking at a time bigger time scale oh my goodness I was able to accomplish so much like think about it it takes like six years to complete a master's undergrad and master's in speech pathology 10 years ago I would not know who the hell I'd be today so when you are drafting goals and where you want to be just remember that most people underestimate where they're going to be five to ten years and a lot of growth can happen this brings me to my next point so I was listening to a content creator and they were talking about why most YouTube videos fail so again you want to put it to serve people what you're doing is you're reaping the law of the land you reap what you sell so if you're going to sell success and sell happiness sell abundance sell fulfillment sell the steps to get to where you want to be most people think like okay I'm gonna sell to like one step below me and make content for one step below me so they can grow alongside me and see what has worked you're gonna reap those benefits you're gonna see that success is gonna come your way more easily you sow a seed you reap a tree so this was a nice like little um, analogy to pair after but so when you start planting the seeds it's not going to work overnight you have to maintain water take care of that seed it's work but then once you wait enough time you're gonna see that big ass tree you're gonna reap those benefits and that's the thing most people don't even want to plant the seed because they don't know what it's going to look like in 10 years. They don't they want the results overnight. I think there's so much beauty in thinking about what could be and maintaining and doing the steps that it's going to take to get there. I also think there's so much beauty in enjoying the ride. This is not what he said. This is kind of like my own thing. Um I always think about when I'm watering my plants that are growing and so I have a spray bottle and I'll spray it on them. And I'm like, I love you guys. Thank you so much for giving me air. Very hippy dippy, but very like, you know, I appreciate you. And I love seeing them grow and I love tending to them. And I think this is something that we can do in our relationships. We plant the seeds to maintain a relationship and then we reap those benefits and we continue to water it and we see how it flourishes. And the thing is, the bigger the thing you want it, the deeper it gets. It can't happen overnight. You have to wait time. So just wait until you have that big ass oak tree sitting in front of your yard. It's going to be beautiful and it's going to be everything you want and more. So those are my three business tips. I do have one more and it's regarding overwhelming feelings. And this is more of the hippy dippy side. It is my girl Esther Hicks channeling Abraham Hicks. I think she does this on her own, but this technique addresses any kind of feelings of overwhelmingness. Now, you may have heard of a brain dump and you just list everything on your mind and you just clear everything out. And I've heard this technique when dealing with overwhelming feelings. If you have listened to my channel, you girl, I am no stranger to overwhelming feelings. No. So I thought this was a good idea. You write down everything that is on your mind and everything that you have to do. Then on a separate sheet of paper, you make a list of two columns. The first column is things that I have to do, the priority, things that must be done, things that need me. And then in the second column, you have things that I put up to God, 
things that I put up to the universe, things that aren't a priority, but I know that I'm going to get it done, then the universe put your trust that it's all going to work out. And I think like this can work with other religions. I think like seeing to just like trusting that everything's going to work out in your favor and putting those tasks a step away really help you focus on the priority and then you'll see what else comes to fruition for all you know to the universe god gods whoever you believe in your higher power might pull some strings to get some stuff done for you or you might see that those things were easier to accomplish once you completed the main task then trust that everything that you have to do in the background is working out in your favor right now trust that universe god even if you are working towards a bigger goal and you can't get to it right now trust that everything is aligning for you to get there at some point the last thing again is from what my bones know stephanie Wu, amazing book and it was talking about a study from emory university they had two they had lab rats smell cherry blossom trees and following this they received shocks. And so over time, you classical conditioning, Mr. Pavlov and his little dogs, over time, they associated cherry blossoms with fear, with that shock. And so even at the smallest trace of that scent, they would go run and hide. They would be so scared. Then the rats reproduce and they bring on the next offspring who were never exposed to cherry blossoms or the shocks or anything. In the first time that they smell cherry blossoms, they also ran into their little cages, running and crying. They were like, please don't look at me. Done with this. And with that, it indicates that we can receive fears, feelings of being afraid, anxiety from our parents. It does stay in our DNA for longer periods than we expect. And this is something, too, that more and more research is coming up. There was another lab rat study done. I didn't even finish this chapter. I just had a post on it. But I was moved by this. And I think there are so many ways that I see myself handling anxiety from what was modeled. But I think this is something that we could dig even deeper from, like, okay, what else has happened? I know a lot of families, even farther down the line, immigrant families. We have, of course, things that have happened to minority populations. And so just seeing that and how that plays out in our everyday lives, it's just another thing that we should look at and break down. Because DNA, sometimes I think only like 2% is actually becomes like expressed, like the phenotype, and then the rest is still repressed. But what I'm trying to say is beginning to recognize that this is an issue can also bring to light why you might be experiencing anxiety during certain situations. Sorry, I really wanted to get all this out before my next kiddo. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Again, really brief, but what I wanted to talk about and just hope to inspire you to continue in your everyday lives, especially if you're working towards towards a goal. So I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you next time.